Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 79 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk all about how to keep your property fully let. I'm going to share about single lets and also talk about houses of multiple occupation, HMOs. Now, this is really important because when you have empty property, i.e. what we call a void period, you are literally losing money because that property, you're covering all of the expenses. Now, in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki explains that an asset is something that puts money into your pocket and a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. And the whole point about property investing is you buy something that's an asset that goes up in value over the long term and puts money into your pocket every month in the meantime. If you have an empty property, that is then a liability because you've got to pay the mortgage, the insurance, the standing charges for utilities, council tax, etc. So it's really important to focus and get that property full as quickly as you possibly can. In fact, that's more important than going and buying more property. Get your current properties fully let. Now, when you have a void period, might be when you first take your property on. Often you need to do a little bit of work to get it ready to rent out, and then you need to get tenants in quickly. And also between tenants, tenants do occasionally move on, and you're going to have a void period. But don't wait until the tenants move out. Normally they give you a month's notice. You should start advertising the property straight away. And be realistic about the rent you want to charge as well. You know, if someone's been in there a long time, does the property need a little bit of a makeover, a cosmetic improvement before you rent it out? And also, is it an opportunity to maybe lift the rent? Maybe you've had a tenant there for a number of years, you've not put the rent up. So before you rent the property out, always good to check what's the local supply and demand right now, and maybe you can actually increase the amount of rent you can achieve from the property. Now, because the property might need a little bit of work before it's ready to rent out again, what I recommend is when you first get the property and get it renovated, always take pictures then and get the property dressed so it looks like a property, a proper home rather than an empty property. And those are the pictures you can always use when re-advertising. Now, if it needs some work doing and someone comes around, they're going to say, hang on, it's not like the picture. Say, well, it will look like the pictures. We just need to do a little bit of work because the tenants just moved out. So that's what I always suggest you do. Check how much you were charging in rent because um, the rent might have gone up and so you can raise the rent. But also the opposite is true. Um, Interestingly, at the moment, I'm actually living in a very large three-bedroom apartment. It's got a great balcony, but it doesn't have a garden. And my wife really wants to get some pets. So we're looking to either buy or rent somewhere that's got a garden. Actually, I'm quite happy to do a purchase lease option if possible. So we're looking around for those. And we went to see a, a lovely property, great location, really nice sized property. But unfortunately, it's very, very dated inside. And, you know, great if you're a grandmother, that might appeal to your style, but it really needs a modernization. And the landlady has had this property empty for four months. She's charging two and a half thousand pounds, which if it was in good condition, would be absolutely fine. But in its current condition, it's just not worth that. And the letting agent has spoke to her, said, look, you know, 
the style is maybe a bit dated, you either need to spend some money doing it up or you need to reduce the rent. And the landlady is adamant because she's achieved that amount of rent in the past, she thinks she can get it again. Now, actually, there is a bit of a shortage of accommodation in the area. So if you have a good property, it will rent quickly. But this one is not renting because she's just being a bit blinded thinking that it's a great property. So make sure you don't make that mistake. Keep your property up to date. Keep on top of all the maintenance. And after all, it's your investment that you need to look after. And also, you want to keep your tenants happy happy. It's a bit hard to decorate when tenants are in the property. So that's something you could do as they move out, whether it's a single let property or even as an HMO, you can actually decorate one room at a time as tenants move on. One of the reasons that tenants actually leave is if they've had a problem with the landlord who's not doing maintenance, who's not looking after the property. And they think basically that landlord just doesn't care. And so that's one of the reasons they might move on. Um, people generally don't like moving. It's a real hassle to move. But if people are not happy where they are, they will vote with their feet and they will move on. Now, in an HMO, a house of multiple occupation, obviously the nature of the tenants is they're quite transient. They can move on. And they might come and stay there for six months and then they might move on later on. So uh, you've got to accept that's the case. And with an HMO, you need to keep on top of it to make sure you're always renting the rooms out. I'd actually suggest that you advertise online and keep those adverts going all the time. So you start building up a little database of people who are in that area who want to rent that kind of property. Now, when a tenant gives you notice that they're going to move on, I would first of all speak to the current tenants. It's a really good idea if you have an HMO to set up a little WhatsApp group that you can communicate with the tenants, they can all communicate with you and other people. And let's say John gives notice. As soon as you give you notice, you go into the group and say, hey, look, you probably know John's given notice, going to move out the property. Before I advertise it to find a new tenant, I wonder if you have any friends who might be interested in moving in. And I'd often offer them an incentive such as, hey, if you recommend someone who actually moves in, uh, I've got a £50 Amazon voucher for you. And look, if you think about it, people would much rather have their friends that they know come and live in their house than a stranger that they don't know. So it could work really well for everyone. So ask your current tenants if they know people. Um, the other thing I'd do, the tenant who is about to move out, I'd speak to them and say, look, um, I'm really happy to be giving you all your full deposit back, but I'd really appreciate it if you can keep your room as clean, as tidy as possible, if you don't mind us showing people around. Now, obviously, you want to make sure you've already got great pictures of that room and you've taken those when you first got it refurbished. And you might even think about getting video tours done. They were particularly useful during lockdown. And so you might have people who, just by seeing pictures in the video of the room, decide to book the room without actually coming to see the property. So even if the property isn't in great condition, you need to acquire a light refurb when they move out, um, you can get that done and bring it back up to scratch. When you're advertising for tenants, some of the websites you might use are such as uh, spareroom.co.uk and you can do free adverts. You can advertise for free on Gumtree as well. But I highly recommend you use paid adverts. Do not be cheap because if it's a free advert, it'll just keep on going down the listing and you have to keep on relisting, which you can do, but have a paid advert, some premium position, more people are going to see that advert. If you've got some great pictures there, if you've got a really just good description. So you've got to sell the property. Don't just keep it a boring description. If you've got a high speed, ultra broadband internet, say that. If there's a, a 
close supermarket mention that. If it's good transportings, talk about it so people can see how it's going to be really convenient to be living in this property. Um, keep the adverts going. And then on spare room, as well as you advertising your rooms, tenants come on and they advertise saying, hey, I'm looking for a room in this area. I suggest you contact those people, reach out to them, send them emails to see if your room is going to be suitable for them. And when people come back to you, whether it's you reaching out to them or them respond to your adverts, it's very important for you to respond quickly to their inquiries because they're probably going to send inquiries to a number of people. And often it's the first person who gets back to them. If you've got a good property, they like it, they'll go with you. They're not going to look at other ones. So speed is really important here. Now, if you're not available because maybe you're working during the day, maybe get someone else like a virtual assistant who can keep an eye on your emails and they can respond for you. Um, because there is competition, you need to make sure you're really quick. Now, once you get tenants into your property, you need to make sure you keep them there. And I've got tenants who stayed in my properties literally for years and years and years. And the only reason they leave is because maybe they get a new job and they have to relocate somewhere, or maybe they're buying their own house, or maybe they're moving in with a partner partner and they want to get an apartment together. So how do you keep them? Well, first of all, make sure your property is a great place to live. It's got to be very practical and functional. So for example, uh, by the beds, you want to have double uh, sockets, they can plug all their stuff in. You want to have plenty of shelves and storage space, especially in an HMO. Someone's having all their stuff in the room. So you've got a bed, you've got a divan bed, you might want to have drawers underneath the bed rather than empty space. You've got a big wardrobe on top of that, have some space, put some shelves and maybe have a built in desk. Um, so it's not taking up as much room, but it's something that think about the design of the room so it's really convenient. Um, little things like putting some nails into the wall so people can hang things up and they don't have to go knocking into the wall and potentially hitting a pipe. You want them to feel like this is their home. And if it's their home, they won't want to move. And in some of my HMOs, they've created such an amazing community. They actually cook together. They are like a family unit and people just don't want to leave. Um, and as I've said before, make sure you stay on top of the maintenance and get jobs done quickly. I think in some of these properties, it might be worth having a cleaner who goes in once a week and their job is not to tidy up, but their job is to clean the communal areas, the communal kitchens and bathrooms and living rooms. And you can get them to keep an eye on the property for you. They can you know, change any lot bulbs that need doing. They can make a note of any maintenance. And there might be even a little book there that the tenants can write things down so the cleaner scenes that they can pass that on to you to make sure that jobs get done. And also make sure that you don't become a desperate and motivated landlord. Um, sometimes if you have an empty room, people are so keen to fill it, they'll take anybody. I think that can be a mistake. You want to make sure you reference check the people. You've got to make sure they fit with the current tenants in terms of similar demographic, um, you know, kind of background, kind of age. Um, you know, people like to be with people like themselves. So if I have working people or young professionals, it's fine to mix them. I wouldn't want to put students in a house like that. And I wouldn't want people who are on benefits in a house like that. So think about not mixing different tenant types. Um, and, you know, if someone's going to come in and, and not pay the rent or be a bad tenant, I would rather have an empty room than have a bad tenant in that property. Now, as I've said before, I think 
the focus you should have is filling your properties before you buy any more property. And I hope this podcast has given you some really good ideas on how you can do that. And if you gained value from this podcast, I would, I've got a recommendation and also a request for you. So the recommendation is make sure you hit subscribe to make sure that every month, so every week, this podcast is going to uh, pop up and you'll be able to listen to the latest I'm sharing. And my request is, please leave a five-star review and leave a comment on why you found this podcast useful so other people can benefit by seeing this podcast and listening to it as well. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.